Welcome to the 359. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. Facebook on Tuesday held its F8 Developer Conference, and one of the biggest announcements out of the, the, the whole show was the availability of the Oculus Quest. Yes. Uh, and unlike the higher end Oculus Rift, this is a full standalone version that doesn't require a PC or cables. Basically, it's just the headset, it's just the remote controls, it's relatively portable. Um, and our own Scott Stein got to try it out. Um, and he was so impressed uh, by its portability, he took it on vacation to Aruba with his family. I'm sure his wife loved that. Um, but he <laughs> like, he came away really, really impressed by this. Uh, really called this sort of the you know the next wave of VR. And I think he means this not necessarily because of the innovations behind it, but the fact that it is it's a lot more uh, low maintenance than the older systems. Right. So apparently the graphics, because it's only got a mobile chip in it, yep. the graphics really aren't actually that good. But to me, these are some obvious changes that needed to happen yep. for VR to actually get closer to the mainstream. When we had VR uh, start coming into this office, there was all this effort that we had to do just to get it on your oh, head and yeah. get it set up. And the games were fun, but after a while, it just kind of like became like chunky or too much work, whatever. Yep. So to me, this this does make a lot of sense. This is kind of the direction that I think VR and does need to go into. $400 does, still seems like a decent amount of money, but when you compare it to sort of the, the history and the legacy of how much you've had to spend on a full-fledged VR system, totally. including the PC. It's actually a pretty good deal. Um, there are obviously some limitations, like you said, because it's a mobile chip. It doesn't run all the games that are available for the Rift system. Uh, there are, I think, 50 games to start on the system, and then hopefully uh, Oculus and Facebook builds out this ecosystem. Yeah, you're going to get... It's a little more Nintendo, a little less PlayStation, I would probably say, from a graphics perspective. I think that's a great analogy. Uh, Facebook had a ton more news uh, as expected, the company uh, shifted its focus to messaging and privacy Zuck called the future private. Uh, he even made a kind of an, it was an awkward joke saying Ugh. that you know he's aware that the company doesn't have the strongest reputation for privacy. And he said this with a really awkward grin. I wasn't sure if he was trying to make a joke. He was trying to make a joke. It just and it didn't it fell flat. It didn't land because Facebook is the poster child for what's wrong with tech these days. Right. Stop being glib. Don't make jokes about it. You know, it's just it, it, it didn't it fell flat in a room where there were a lot of people that right. wanted to laugh at Zuckerberg's jokes. That's why they're there at the conference in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And look, they they had a slew of announcements. They talked about uh, a new interface for Facebook that's a little bit cleaner, a little bit less about blasting information and more about sort of your connections. Uh, they talked about uh, key additions to messaging to make WhatsApp more compatible with uh, Facebook Messenger. Uh, there was there's even a dating service that they've rolled out internationally, yeah. but is coming out here, which I'm a little bit skeptical about. This is but, a super weird concept yeah. where basically I think there are there are other dating websites. I, I got married before dating websites really took off. Yep. Uh, I'm not trying to show off. And uh, but I didn't but, need a dating site. <laughs> right. But uh, the idea is is that you say who you have a crush on. And if they also said yep. that you ha they have a crush on you, then it kind of gets revealed, right. uh, which which on Facebook seems kind of weird. Yeah. Seems a little creepy, but and, and, okay. And in this, in this era where we really have issues, trust issues with Facebook, like do we really want to give up even more data? Yeah, you want to like secretly company? say who you have a crush on. Yeah, this Could might not be a good idea. you imagine the hack for this? Like, Don't even like, get me started. There's a data breach and nope. like, basically all these crushes get revealed. Oh, Stop. It's like high school all over again. It's a really bad idea. I'm already blushing. All right, so let's talk about Apple. The company posted its fiscal second quarter results yesterday, which actually better than expected, right? Most people expected the yes. iPhone sales to tank, 
which they, they didn't did. Do, they did. They did do pretty badly, but it seems like Apple stock is up. Apple stock is up because this is how Wall Street works, is that it's all an expectations game. Right. So, um, and if you listen to the call, this is one of those reality distortion field types of things where yeah. Apple made it seem like everything is going great, right. even though uh, revenue was down, profits were down, iPhone sales were down, uh, but there are certain areas of the company that are showing really strong signs of growth, right. like specifically wearables, uh, their services business. So yeah. there, there are obvious signs well, why you I think with, buy with it. wearables, obviously, they just announced an update to their AirPods, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure that helped a lot. They said uh, that those sales are going gangbusters. Yeah. It's a cultural phenomenon, I yeah. think, is what Tim Cook said. Really? He called the AirPods a cultural phenomenon? Yes. Just, that's... <laughs> All right, that's something. It's Apple. Uh, what do you surprisingly, expect? iPads did well. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was due to iPad Pro sales, right. which is—I mean—that's still surprising to me. I mean, iPads have been kind of—they've uh, been easy to kind of dump on for a while. So, okay, these are all very good points. However, uh, I, I quote an e-marketer analyst in my story that say all of these businesses they they rely on iPhone sales. So yeah, yeah. if if the iPhone sales are down, then those other businesses, maybe they're going to do well in the short term, but ultimately there's a bit of a trouble there. Interesting. There's like a ripple effect down the line. It could it could in, in effect end up impacting those businesses. Yeah. All right. For more of these stories, check us out on CNET. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.